not a problem. Thank you so much for taking the time to do it. I mean, obviously, this is an incredibly busy time. So I got I got to ask you first off, individually, guys, how how is your day going? You having a good day? Day off, as it were. Yeah, day off. Yeah, yeah that's been good. We're happy about we it. We slept a lot. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> sleeping quite a lot. <laughs> we just headed into town now to get some food. I won't keep you too long, then I'll let you get on with your food. We're obviously... Uh, no, 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 worries. no worries. we got plenty of time. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, obviously, we've already said it, you're at the halfway point of this current UK tour with Dirty Sound Magnet. How's it been so far? Um, it started all right. The first few days were quite good. Uh, the last two, three dates were a bit more difficult, like getting people to come down to the show. Uh, not sure if it's, the you know, with COVID and... Uh, December, being busy, you know. Uh, There's a lot of other shows happening at the moment as well. Yeah, so we um we had a, a, a London show, which is always cool. In London, we have you know we have all of our mates there, and we have a good time. We had a good show in Bournemouth. That was really cool. at like the the Andal, was yeah. a really good time. And then yeah, I mean. Apparently, we, we spoke to a couple of uh, the sound engineers, the promoters, and they said there's so many gigs that are on at, at this moment. All of the gigs that have been pushed back from the last couple of years, they're all happening at the same time. And as well with this Omicron variant, maybe people are a bit more... Uh, cautious. Yeah, yeah we found actually that on some of the shows, people that actually, a lot of people that bought a ticket didn't show up. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, there's something, you know, going yeah, it is a very difficult, I mean, ignoring all the COVID side of things, just what you've been talking about there alone with the pushback of tours. If you are a UK band in particular, it seems like everyone is trying to get something in this month before we stop again yeah. Yeah. or get stopped again, because that's the current thing as well. Will we actually be, well, even for you guys, you must be wondering, will you be able to finish this tour? Yeah, I mean, we were we were watching the news this morning to try and see, because uh, they're, they're talking about more restrictions again so yeah. the last time we were on tour which was for our album release it got cut short halfway through and we played in a, i can't remember what the last gig was in swindon i think oh, yeah. was it the victoria the victoria the victorian swindon, swindon. That, was that was the last gig, gig. um and by the day after it was going to be locked down so yeah. and you know maybe this this time's gonna happen the same but here we go again <laughs> indeed indeed oh just we can be grateful that you've managed to at least knock out was it six dates so far you've done six uh, six Sorry? dates so far yeah we yeah. played six dates and tomorrow we're going to edinburgh for another uh, seven days another seven days yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully it should be good yeah edinburgh and Glasgow are always cool so crossing yeah, yeah, fingers yeah. is gonna be as it used to be <laughs> yeah and we're playing at one of our fav favorite venues the bandermans in edinburgh so yeah are you in edinburgh right now no, 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 Newcastle. We're in Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Newcastle. Okay. I was going to ask how much cold it is up north then, because oh, oh, I'm in London. So, uh, yeah. Find how cold it is up there at the moment. I mean, I've seen the, the weather forecast for tomorrow, 6 a.m. is minus two. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to buy some new boots because uh, my feet were cold and wet. So, yeah, we've all got our like uh, scarves and yeah, turtlenecks uh, going on. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> So I always wonder, going back to uh, the live shows, the shows you've been doing, I always wonder about the competitive nature that might come out when you're doing a joint headline tour. Do you uh -huh. guys, have you guys found yourself playing and working harder thanks to your tour mates or is it all very jovial and you kind of just one up in each other? Well, there has been actually in the past, we, we had a, a band that were our mates called Mongol Dogs. And we'd always, when we were coming up as a band, we were always trying to 
to outband to, yeah, to outband the other one. <laughs> and when you're on tour with another band and you you know you do the full two weeks with them, you do get kind of you know you, you see how the other band is on stage and like, oh that's really cool what they're doing oh you know let's try and do better now and yeah uh, it goes a bit back and you forward. pick some ideas from how they perform as well yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you can also you know if one band is like going all out and really putting in a passionate performance then you kind of want to do the same yeah. as well and make yeah. sure that you're not like going on stage being all like so it does help i think I, yeah, yeah it's not competitive but it's definitely there's a there's a bit of a you know <laughs> motivation yeah yeah have you been there in your opinion, have you, been, have you been blowing Dirty Sound Magnet off the stage then so far? Say that again? In your opinion, have you been blowing Dirty Sound Magnet off the stage then so far? Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a very different show, actually, because they're, they're very focused more on um, the, the actual music. Like, they're really, like, into instrumental and uh, they, lo they love to play, I mean... Long songs. Long songs. It's a very different kind of show. But uh, on some nights, it did really, really well. On, on our side, we always try to just be stupid on stage. <laughs> so um, A lot of uh, acrobatics on our side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a company, you know, if we were to compare the band, they're probably the like really uh, intelligent, musical people that are you know, really into music. And we're kind of like morons. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a great contrast. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying that that's a great contrast, but carry on what you were about to say. Oh, yeah, no. I, I think even though, like, with the current circumstances with the guy, we still gave our, even if it's just, like, less than 10 people, or if it was a 1,000 or 10,000, we always bring the same show, you know, like, we because we still love our music and yeah. love playing for the people which want to hear our music. And uh, the energy is definitely there all the time at 200 percent so yeah. i'm i'm proud of the guys we're doing a good job yeah. Yeah. And, we always, and we always had a good time so on every yeah. night i mean that's all you can ask for as long as you're enjoying yourself yeah. as well um of the dates you've done so far which one has been your favorite if you could i know it's a bit of a cheeky one to ask because you'll effectively have to run down one town over another but um which uh, which yeah. one have you enjoyed the most so far i mean uh, London was nice because we had London friends, cool, yeah, yeah. and I would say personally for me, what? Manchester was the craziest. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, like Cal came on the drums and threw the drums over for like a verse, and was just walking around, and then I just came back on the drums. It was just random yeah. stuff. He was walking on fucking anywhere he could. It was. I, I was, was quite crazy. drunk in Manchester. <laughs> it was a mad show. Really, it, it, mad was, show. it was really cold, so yeah. uh, we had to have a little round to, you know, get, get warm up, warmed up. And yeah, I, I think at some point we're gonna need to have like a harness and uh, like <laughs> strings to attach him, you know, to make sure he doesn't die from falling from somewhere. Yeah, I, I did. I've, I've hurt my elbow and I've also uh, fell on my back. So and I also I've got a lump. On my head, yeah, yeah, from Cedric. Uh, <laughs> he, he whacked my head. Base, uh, oh man, you're gonna be broken by the time that you get to the 15th, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it'll be worth it. Oh, good, good, good. What about adjusting? So, obviously, going back to the first date, the second of December in London, was it easy to adjust to the normality of actually playing live again and having a crowd there? I didn't get that. Yeah, no worries, guys. Um, so when going back to the first date, the second 
of December. It was in London, right? Um, yeah. The normalcy of playing live again, was it easy to adjust? And were you, were you confident that you would just be able to kind of get back into the swing of things again? Well, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I said we, we were very confident since the start, really, because uh, for us, it's like second nature to be on stage now, and uh, it's just you know, it's very natural. Like uh, it wasn't like difficult, so we were not scared, or we, it was just like we were just yeah. very excited to go back on the stage and play our music, you know. So very natural. It was a very we, natural we couldn't process. wait to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's been so long without without playing gigs, and you know what. We kind of live for the performance. We, we love performing music and uh, we, we couldn't wait to just get back on stage. And yeah, it just, it wasn't weird. There wasn't any like, oh my gosh, what is this? We just went on and performed <laughs> as usual. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have a bit of training though. We managed to go on a couple of festivals during the summer. Yeah. Uh, which was really, really helpful. And we had such a fantastic time as well. So it was, it was a bit like riding a bicycle again, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it was a nice way to get back into it because like, over the summer, we just every weekend played like really, really nice festival with really cool crowds. So it was really satisfying to get back to it. Quite a contrast, though. Warm festivals of the summer, getting back into the swing of things, and then back to the freezing cold of December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you think then, considering I've got all of you with me, how has Dax and Roxanne held up? throughout the pandemic, pandemic, in particular the lockdown period? Do you think you've come through it stronger? Well, during the, these last couple of months, what we have been doing is uh, we've been working on our rec recording at home kind of techniques. So, you know, we've been trying to record uh, an EP and we, we usually always go to a studio and record the whole thing. But for these last couple of months, we've been, you know, really trying to get to grips with home recordings and yeah, I think that is in one area where we actually got to another level. And we definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, and that also had to like put a plan together on how we're gonna record the next album. Yeah. And uh, also, like, I think the last few songs we wrote for the album number three are pretty solid. So we are actually looking forward to to start recording this as well. One thing we're, we're a bit disappointed by was that the the pandemic and the lockdowns hit right when we were releasing our second album. Yeah. So we never got to do like a launch party. We never got to properly tour it. We never, and so you know that, I, I just feel like we didn't do that album enough justice, you know, touring for it and uh, really pushing it. So yeah. that, that, that was, uh, was quite sad that the lockdown happened at that point. But you know, we, we moved on now and uh, we're, we're looking for the future, but I do think uh, to answer your question, we definitely are stronger as a unit with the guys, um, and we we are really motivated into pursuing even better music on our side. I would say, and uh, and just you know, like be back on the road as strong as ever. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that's all you can hope for. To be to be fair, most artists we've spoke to, bands and artists across this uh, last year and a half of Zoom interviews and meetings have always been able to find something positive out of the period considering there's so much negativity if you could put your finger yeah. on one positive things thing for the band that came out of this period what would it be uh our fans i would say for me personally because i think we got kind of closer to them during the pandemic because we were doing those online shows and uh 
and the fact that when we released the um, this, this our second album, there was a lot of pre-sales, so we made sure to write down a little letter to them and show our appreciation for our, uh, their support. And uh, you know, like right now, we still got some really amazing people coming to our shows after so many years, and they keep com coming to the shows um, after, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like actually since this pandemic that we, now that we're doing shows again, that we've been meeting the same people, people remember us, people coming specific to see us at shows and having a chat. And uh, there's quite a few people now that we keep seeing on the road that are people that are really close to us as a band. And, yeah. yeah, that's pretty since the pandemic. Definitely VIP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you find it quite easy and natural to interact with fans? I'm not just talking about at a show, I'm talking about uh, as well the online aspect, the demand that comes with being in a modern band and getting on social media and listening and reading well, those that's all luca mostly the <laughs> online side of things luca and simon yeah the one it it's time consuming yeah. but it's really we rewarding were, you know like, like like kelly was saying now we got all these regular people that are really close to us and are really giving back for for the music that, that we do you know and it's really heartwarming and uh it's a really, how to say, feel good sensation. feeling, yeah, sensation. And it's a very, very good uh, community of, of rock people that are around the UK that really just live for the music and live for just uh, hanging out with the bands, you know, not just seeing them on stage and they don't, they actually want to know them. And that's something also we do all the time is staying in the audience, uh, you know, around and just talk to people, meet them, get to know them a bit. It's just, yeah. it's nice, you know, it's, it's a nice, very, very good community. Yeah, and I think that from, you know, the being a modern band perspective is maybe something I would guess that didn't exist so much before, but now, you know, bands are much closer to their, to their fans and you talk on a more personal level since you can communicate directly with them, you know. I was actually watching a video today where people were fainting at Michael Jackson concert because, you know, <laughs> he was such an icon that you would never see. Like, yeah, yeah just yeah. seeing him was amazing. Yeah. But yeah. now we're more in the area where you can actually talk yeah, directly with anyone. Yeah, so. you're friend with Facebook with all your yeah, <laughs> favorite so artists. I think there's a much you know, closer relationship between a band and their fans. Everyone, pretty much, I'd say 90% of bands and artists we speak to about social media normally follows up with the next part, which is that although it's a necessary tool to talk to fans and interact, it's not necessarily something that they actually enjoy using, be it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whichever, whichever one you're bloody doing, all of them. What about you guys? Have you managed to find your way into enjoy it and balance your personal lives with the professional life? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we find a really, really good balance with the guys here because um, we kind of focus on our friends in the band. Uh, I personally am really bad with social media. If I touch anything remotely with social media, it goes wrong. <laughs> so me and Kyle focus more on the aspect of the music side of our band. And since uh, since we, we don't, we're not so much active on our social, uh, Simon and, uh, and Luca are mainly they're the main guys um, doing all this uh, big job. And so we, we kind of find our balance in the band. Um, then, uh, I think the, the one platform where is the most like uh, the better content is on Instagram, on our stories. We really put, if someone follows our Instagram stories, it's really the one place where they see a lot of what's going on in the band, you know, not just personal. What gig are we playing and yeah. this and that. It's really, it's more personal. It's more of an insight into our lives. And then obviously 
with all the, the messages that come from these platforms. So yeah, our, our Instagram stories are probably the best place to follow what's going on in this country. We're trying to come up with some TikTok fun ideas. content to do with TikTok as well, but <laughs> so far we don't really know what to do with it. So if anyone's listening and want to be our TikTok account manager, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> haven't got a clue myself, fellas. Not a clue. That is, uh, I feel like I'm not that old, but I feel like I'm too old to be messing around with TikTok. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, we don't really want to see ourselves dancing on TikTok either, you know. <laughs> We've got the music for some dancing anyway, so at least you can throw that out there. You know, sometimes there's like, well, this is just my feeling, but Facebook more and more, I feel, is becoming a platform for advertising mostly, where you don't have content that is very just, yeah, just like content. It's all it's always about this event, that gig, this thing coming out, buy this merch and things like that. And Instagram is kind of getting there as well. And at the moment, TikTok feels like the one platform where they're actually people posting content that is personal and relatable. So, mm. yeah. Some, That's true, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just it's different, very different kind of content. Yeah. So yeah. you need all platforms probably, but you would need your fans to use all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it, isn't it? You can't just have one. You've got to have them all. Um, good, luck with, yeah. good luck with TikTok if you manage it. <laughs> weird times but uh yeah i need to adapt unfortunately i guess <laughs> it is weird times and you guys have kind of been constantly running it seems since you came about are you are you looking not so much looking to take a break but have you had the opportunity to take a breather yet and actually kind of look around and go right we've accomplished this much not just releases but the live shows as well you've been able to do over such a short period of time um, well, we're, we're looking forward to January, February, where we have quite a lot of, uh, we don't have any gigs at the moment planned. Um, and we, we really want to just spend some time recording and rehearsing. So that'll be uh, after these last couple of months, I've been quite crazy yeah. with the gigs. We're going to have a bit of time to, uh, yeah, to breathe and to make up a plan. We really want to start working on a third album and figuring out how we're going to be recording it, when and where. And so, yeah, January and February is going to be a time that we're going to spend a lot of time in the studio uh, yeah. recording rehearsing writing music and figuring out what we're going to do with our with our music for the next couple of years yeah well we still have time i mean it's going to be like kind of a time off in a way for us and uh, i'm yeah i'm proud to say that we did accomplish quite a lot with the guys in the amount of years that we toured around the, the uk and uh, it's, it's been a great adventure so far and we just we're just never going to stop and see how, how far <laughs> it goes you know so let's see how it goes. No, of course, of course. Well, I've got to mention that your latest release is obviously a cover of uh, the French Rockers Telephones, Argent Trop Share. I'm probably butchering out. I'm not very good at uh, a French accent. What made you want Sorry. to cover this track, guys? Mm, well, I, I'm, I'm quite a big fan of Telephone. And uh, I, this track, I always heard it in my head. I don't know if you've really listened to the original, but it's quite... The, the, the sound of the guitars are quite, you know, they're quite easy and nice. And I always had it in my head that we could probably do that in a in a bit of a harder way. Yeah. And then we, we wanted to try and release these covers between between bringing two albums, but we didn't want to go for all the really obvious rock covers that a band could have done. So we were looking for songs that were a bit more original, a bit a bit different from, from the regular covers that you would find from a rock band. So. Yeah, there's a couple of more coming out on this EP that are also uh, quite interesting and quite different. Yeah, I mean, we're really looking forward to releasing. 
and it was fun a fun experience to adapt the lyrics in yeah. english from french as well yeah it, it was difficult <laughs> yeah it, it was nice to try and re rewrite the lyrics to we didn't like we didn't translate the song we kept the same themes and wrote lyrics that uh that matched yeah i mean i'd never heard the original uh truth be told and so i listened to yours and then went back and listened to the original and uh as a fan of heavier music i much prefer prefer your version guys <laughs> thank you thank you thanks <laughs> why not a christmas cover though it was december yeah, we should have, should have thought about that. It's true, that. but we do have an idea in the pipeline for maybe next year. Yeah, for Christmas, uh, Christmas tune. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> really? I didn't know about it. Cedric doesn't know about it, but we, we have something. <laughs> Are you a fan of like... Maybe next year. The Dax and Roxanne Christmas Maybe, maybe not. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because I was going to ask then, are you uh, are you fans of kind of like rock and Christmas metal covers? The what? Sorry. Are you a fan of kind of rock and metal Christmas covers? Do you find uh, enjoying it? It that depends. As hell? Uh, some of them I really like personally, and some of them I'm like, nope, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, there's a and. Well, we were thinking of writing our own, so there's a there's a couple of like rock Christmas songs that yeah that I really like and some that just make me cringe yeah. so much. So yeah, it would be it would be really writing a Christmas song would be trying to not write something just that yeah, makes yeah. people cringe. Hopefully. <laughs> Can't wait for that, man. i I'll ask you then if you could, if you if you if the top of your head, if you could cover one Christmas track, what would it be? Ah. That's a difficult question. <laughs> well, for me, the the only the, the only one would be um, the Pogues' "Fairy Tale in New York" because it's right. the only Christmas song that they don't keep mentioning Christmas. <laughs> it's so, true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. I would choose. You know, I'd choose for you. And it's not that oh, old. So maybe it wouldn't work so well. But I would love to hear you give give the darknesses Christmas time. Don't let the bells oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really nailed it. I must yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did see them uh, in uh, Planet Rockstar a few weeks ago. It was the first time we actually saw them. And they played it. And they played it. Yeah, yeah it, was it was really, awesome. really cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, they were one of the the bands when when they came out. So, I don't know the the album came out 2013. I think I was 14. And I remember uh, 2003, yeah, sorry. And uh, I was like, wow, there's actually bands still playing this kind of music. And I was like, wow, that's great. All right, guys, I'm going to let you get on with your food then. Uh, but I just want to say that obviously the tour continues from tomorrow. So if you're listening to this interview, watching this interview, please make sure you get down and see the band play at, uh, we got what, is it Edinburgh? What's the last of the dates? Edinburgh. Then Glasgow, yeah. and then what, what, what are the other dates? <laughs> <laughs> and then back just get in while you can before we can't gentlemen thank you so much for taking the time to do this
Thank, ah, thank you, Carl. Thank Thanks really to you. Nice it was a pleasure. And let's do that again anytime. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?